This is a work of fiction. Written, narrated, and produced by me, Dennis Macareg. Please subscribe to my podcast and share it with friends. With luck on our side, we stumble upon a store with a large window displaying masks and costumes. We walk in, and the person behind the counter greets us with a warm smile. Olivia converses with him, and he leads us to the back of the store. There are racks of costumes to pick through. We try several wigs and outfits. Feathers, shiny metals, embroidery, laces with little jewels, unusual patterns and designs, all kinds of wigs for men and for women. We laugh as we try on different clothing combinations, costumes from centuries past. Olivia tries on a gothic costume and looks playful in it. Trying on a jester outfit, I look in the mirror, but I look sad. I decide to change to something more festive. Olivia hugs the dresses hanging on the rack. They're all so beautiful. It's hard to pick, she says. Eventually, I decide on the Renaissance costume, including long stockings with tall suede boots and tri-corner hat with feathers. She eventually picks a red dress, 18th century style, with a hoop skirt that spreads her outer skirt. Something is strange about looking at the masks. Shiny, lacquered faces that hide the true emotion of the person behind it. Faces of a clown, not sure if he's crying or laughing. There are porcelain face masks showing a tear. I pick up a plague mask. Its long nose is intimidating, like death itself. The Harlequin masks look intricate, but still too grim. Then, the mask that Casanova made famous. Olivia and I finally settle on a masquerade-style mask that cover only the eyes. Happy with our selections, we walk out of the store feeling 100% different than we walked in. Olivia looks like Marie Antoinette and I, Louis XVI. We let our cares float away without fear of being recognized of the wildness we're about to do. We are transported back in time to the court of Versailles, ready to entertain our guests. As we walk along the promenade, people stop us and ask to take pictures with them. Olivia and I feel like celebrities behind our masks and costumes. We smile and pose with them. Along the banks of the canal, I notice the iron counterbalance on the bow of the gondola. It looks like the blade of a guillotine as it goes up and down. Let's hope we're not on our way to the Place de la Concorde in Paris, the site of many beheadings. Arriving at the party, one of the hosts 
greets us with a little show of exaggerated hand gestures and a low bow. I salute to him and Olivia curtsies. The venue looked like a museum. It's probably a private residence built in the 1700s and perfectly restored to its former glory. The invitees are arriving in their costumes and a string quartet is playing in the corner of the foyer. The table in the banquet room are decorated with large centerpieces. How many people are here? There's about 50 from the U.S. and about another 100 employees from Italy. The host points us to a large sign with names of the attendees. It feels like we are in a luxury ship. Olivia's friends are already seated when we arrive at our table. A few minutes later, the waiter pours a sparkling wine into our glasses. I reach for Olivia's hand under the table. She squeezes it and we steal a quick kiss. Are you sure this is not a Hollywood set? About an hour later, we're done with our meals. The party organizers ushers us to a large square because the ceremony is about to begin. As if by cue, the bride appears from one end of the square and the groom from the other. Everyone erupts in cheers. We hold hands tightly as if the other one will disappear forever and feeling scared that this night might abruptly end. They meet right in front of an arch covered in different varieties of flowers. We huddle around it and around the couple. The minister performs a ceremony in less than 15 minutes. The renewal of vows is done. They kiss with 25 years of bliss behind them. From the roof, confetti rains down on us as if some sort of fairy dust. The DJ begins to play some 70s disco music. Everybody on the dance floor is dancing and moving to the rhythm of the songs. Olivia swings her hips and raises her hands above her shoulders. In response, I make circles in the air with my finger following the pattern of the moon hovering above us. Taking her hand, I raise it over her head. She trails in front of me. The booze and the steady beat of the music puts us in a trance. We stare straight into each other's eyes. It's clear we are both filled with a desire to run our fingers over each other. The chatter of guests around us instantly ceases as if we are the only two people on earth. It's strange that more than 36 hours ago, she wasn't even a blip on my radar. With each passing second, we're both fighting against time that is quickly burning away. The crowd on the dance floor is doubled. As the music vibrates under our feet, I worry about all the complication that will ensue when we finally discuss how or if we are going to continue this affair. She shouts over the loud music. This is so amazing. I don't want it to end. Suddenly, 
my worries disintegrate, floating like rose petals atop the deep waters of the Venetian lagoon. There is no thought of tomorrow. All I want is to dance with Olivia all night. Please check out my latest novel, A Whisper to the Moon, at online retailers and at bookstores where it's available. Thank you for listening to episode 14 of my podcast. Eventually, on this particular scene, they start looking for a costume because they are going to the masquerade ball. Of course, we didn't go to a costume party or any of that kind of thing when we were over there. I didn't even buy a mask. I should have probably. It's amazing to see all the intricately designed masks made by master craftsmen. They are so shiny, lacquered, and you can tell that attention to details were uh, put into it. One thing that bothered me when I was looking at those masks, it's either they're kind of scary or they have that sad look in them. It's almost like looking at a clown's face. Some of them have a tear dripping in the corner of the eye. I don't know why they do that. Not knowing what costume Greg and Olivia was going to wear, I decided on a 7th century style. The one where Olivia looks like Marie Antoinette and Greg looked like a Louis XVI, like in the French court. I kind of really like that type of costume. The costumes and mask covering the entire face is okay, but it seems uncomfortable. I like the one that just covers the eyes and goes over the nose. I like that it conceals you, but at the same time shows part of your face. And you know, it's still revealing your personality on who you are. It was around June when I was in Venice and there was no major festival. But it's okay, I'd rather have the nice weather. I think the festival... Or the Carnivale is around uh, February. And, you know, it gets really cold over there. I didn't see anyone in full costume, but lots of tourists were uh, walking around with their masks on and seems to be having a good time. It's funny that you'll be uh, walking next to someone with a mask and it's almost surreal to see them and to, to kind of like be in the same, um, I guess, uh, pond that they're swimming in. To not really know their full identity with the face because the face uh, says so many things about us, right? In some way, the tourists could experience the old Venice during the carnival days. And of course, other tourists would want to ask to have their pictures taken with the people who are wearing masks and I've seen a lot of them. Luckily, they are game and they would uh, stop and get pictures with the other group. That's why I got the idea of um, Greg and Olivia taking pictures with other people. I remember the scene when we were sitting at a cafe when a group of masked teens were standing in the periphery. They were actually loud and singing. I don't know. They were singing something. I remember people were taking pictures with them too. So... Um, so there you go. That's where I got the idea of them walking around in their costume before going to the uh, masquerade ball. <laughs>